Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, once again, welcome back. It's Drummer Daily. My name is Daniel Hadaway, aka The Drum Coach. I'm so Happy you join me for another episode. Hey, today I've got a question, one of your questions, um, and uh, it's a great one. I'm really excited to talk about it and give my perspective on it. Um, but before I do that, if you are interested in having me answer your question or talk about your uh, your issue or deal here on the podcast, send me an email. You can do that by uh, sending uh, sending an email to Daniel at Daniel Hadaway, H A D A W A Y dot com, Daniel at Daniel Hadaway dot com. Or you can just go to danielhadaway.com, and I believe there is a contact button there on the website. You can just use that and shoot me an email, and I will do my best to answer it here on the podcast. And this pod, uh, this question comes from Chris, who actually did just that, sent me an email and said, hey, here's something I'm thinking about. Uh, and he says, this, this comes from Chris, he says, something I'm struggling with right now is working with self-taught musicians. I recently got roped into a hardcore band, and these guys have no idea how to communicate musically. I finally got a demo and that cleared some things up, but how do I break the language barrier? Well, that's an excellent question. And I will tell you this, uh, Chris, and if that's uh, if you're listening and you uh, relate to Chris uh, uh, and what he's saying, um, definitely I'm going to have this pointed at you today. Um, the, the first thing I want to say is uh, I have never played in a hardcore band, but... Uh, tons of my friends did uh, when I was growing up, and also um, here in the music scene here in Nashville, which is where I was when I was in high school and stuff, and even out of high school playing a lot of local bands. Um, there, uh, tons of we played, we shared the bill with tons of hardcore bands, and I love uh, hardcore music. You said you got roped into it, so I'm not sure if you have a love for hardcore music like I do. There's a soft spot in my heart for metal and hardcore still, um, even though you may not know that from my playing. I really do love it. Um, anyway, um, so, so I don't have perspective on playing with hardcore bands, but I do have some perspective on there being a strange kind of language barrier, musically speaking. Um, when I first started playing with, uh, musicians, uh, I, I, in a professional context, I had kind of a weird transition period and it was, I was probably about 16 or 17 years old, somewhere in there. Um, like I said, I grew up in Nashville and so I kind of had exposure to professional situations, um, at a much younger age than a lot of guys, if you lived somewhere else, you might've gotten exposure to it. Um, but one thing I noticed was, so I, I was in marching band and we definitely, obviously were very musical in how we were, uh, you know, spoken to and taught and, 
you know, when we spoke to each other in marching band or, uh, you know, to other musicians in the marching band, we all were very, you know, uh, quote unquote correct in what we talked about. We talked about the the codas and the and the DCs and the repeats and the uh, it's not like I'm just speaking jargon because I actually don't even remember some of these things. But you know all the things you do, you talk about the different uh, uh, you know musical volume uh, levels. You know like uh, forte and mezzo forte and piano and all those different things. Um, we had a very musical uh, you know type of language that we used. And so my expectation was when I uh, first got the chance at that same age to start, you know, maybe playing in the studio with some guys who were professionals or happen to play with other guys who already were professionals, either in a live setting or whatever, uh, I expected that to be how we talked. Um, and lo and behold, uh, that is not at all how uh, people in Nashville talk about music. It's much more... Um, high level about the song. It's talking about choruses and tags and, uh, you know, you kind of sometimes speak about things and phrases that are like, they're like in the Nashville number system. So you say, we're going to have a diamond here at the, you know, going into this bridge or, um, we're going to trash can the ending, or we're going to, you know, make sure every time it comes back to the one, you do a couple of, you know, you, you split the bar, you know, with the, with the three or just random stuff that again, I don't, I didn't understand half of it. Um, or most of it when I first was exposed to it. All I, all I have to say, there was a language barrier there as well. And uh, I, I had a choice when I was exposed to this, and this is kind of what, the advice I want to give you. When I, was, when I was kind of confronted with there being a language barrier um, between me and other musicians that I was playing with, um, the first thing that I recognized was that me as a 16, 15, 16, 17-year-old uh, drummer in a band with maybe four or five other guys who were at least in their 30s, if not 40s and 50s, and been playing professionally for 20 years or whatever, um, that I was the new guy and they were the ones who had their way of doing things. And so from a, from the perspective of, and I, I definitely don't pick this up from your email, but I definitely want to encourage you that to, to never forget when you find yourself in a new music, musical situation, most of the time you are going to be the new one, which means you need to try to do your best to adapt. Um, and obviously you can't know what you can't know. But what I will say is um, what I do if I'm not understanding what someone is saying to me and they're, they're speaking it out, um, sometimes it helps just to go ahead and just play and listen and try to use the music. You even mentioned that a demo, you got a demo and that helped a little bit. Um, and so sometimes talking it out is not going to be the way to fix a problem. Um, that's one thing I've learned even, even working with professionals, uh, for years now is, uh, a lot of professionals don't like to talk through stuff too much. At least at first, uh, you go ahead and just play and you kind of get the, you get, you get to know each other a little bit musically. And then you start talking about stuff and making changes as you can. Um, but you got to be okay with just getting it wrong for a little bit before, uh, everyone feels like you're getting it right. Um, and the way you can enable other people to have patience with you as a drummer uh, when there's a language barrier, uh, of course, the, again, the first thing is you got to know that you're the new guy. And so um, take it from the perspective of everyone else has got their way of doing things. I need to adapt to it. Um, so the first thing is that. The second thing is you need to know it's going to take some time to adapt um, to that. Uh, you got to be patient with yourself. 
If you're not getting it right immediately, that's okay. This is a new situation and you're the new guy. Um, so, but how can you kind of grease the wheels and make everyone else okay with the fact that you're still learning? Well, the first thing is, is, is your attitude. You've got to adopt the attitude that I already talked about, which is humbly coming in and saying, I understand that I'm the new person in your musical situation. Um, and and, and I, my background, probably I spoke about music or communicated differently than the way you do. Um, you definitely don't want to try to make it sound like your way being the musician in the group is the right way. And these are all, you know, uh, barbarians who don't know how to speak, uh, talk about music or uneducated about music. That's not the right way to approach it. You want to approach it as how can I give you what you're looking for? Um, and, uh, so have that positive attitude, have that willingness to adapt and say, um, okay, uh, I, I'm not sure if I understand that, but let me try it. Let me see what I can do uh, and then give it a shot. Um, what I would suggest you avoid is trying to teach anyone else um, the right way, quote unquote, to talk about things like that. Don't, uh, don't be uh, the only uh, English speaker in a room full of people speaking Spanish and try to teach them how to speak to you in English. No, you need to learn how to speak Spanish. Um, and as long as you have an attitude of, I'm willing to learn, um, not only will they be more patient with you learning that, that new language they're speaking, um, but also, um, being a great listener and a a positive attitude and also being a drummer is a great way to start to establish yourself as a leader in a group of people, um, which of course a drummer is supposed to be a leader anyway, um, but Becoming a leader or in, 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 in showing leadership in a group and, and, and by in doing that by asking more questions and being more inquisitive and trying to understand and serve other people with what they're looking for actually will open the door for you to getting to maybe speak into the musical situation that you find yourself in and actually start to influence those musicians. And then what's going to happen is they're actually going to say, Hey, what's your background? Tell me a little bit more about what you've done before this. And then you can say, oh, well, I've done this and this. And they'll start to understand how much uh, musical knowledge you have. And then they'll probably want to know more about that musical knowledge. And over time, you're probably going to end up circling back to that musical knowledge that you you entered into uh, the situation with. You're going to go back to actually... uh, speaking that way with this, with this this new band, and they're actually going to uh, want to adopt more of what you bring to the table um, down the road. But remember that you can't do any of that if you're not in the band, and you're not going to stay in the band long or in that musical situation for long if you come in saying, how can I teach everyone else how to, how to, uh, how to play like me or talk like me about music or anything like that? Uh, but thank you, Chris, for that question. That's an excellent question. I hope I gave you some good advice. Um, uh, the, the, the long answer, the short version of the answer is there is no one thing you can do to, to break the language barrier. Um, but uh, maybe you can start, uh, you know, just pl- show uh, play by example, play, play things and demonstrate things a certain way. If they say, yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, okay, I get that. Um, I, you know, where I come from, we call it this or that. That might be one thing to do. Um, but stick with it, keep plugging away, keep being a good bandmate and a good person to be around, a good hang, that'll be your ticket towards uh, breaking down that language barrier. All right, 
Thank you for joining me today for Drummer Daily, and I can't wait to talk to you again super soon. Uh, but bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.